The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Hey, it's Cannon, and this week we're going to do something a little different. An artist we were introduced to 20 years ago on American Idol. It is the 20th anniversary of Clay Aiken being on American Idol. And Clay and Ruben Studdard, who actually won that season of American Idol, are on tour together all over the United States. Ticketmaster.com for your tickets. This is my convo with Clay. Subscribe to the channel. New interviews every week. All uncut, uncensored, and unedited. Clay Aiken on Open House. Let's go. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. Clay Aiken is with us. It's a pleasure, sir. Likewise. Thank you for having me. Now, I just asked you the question um, before we started uh, on the radio, and you said you weren't quite sure where you are, but you think you're in New Jersey. That's life I think on I'm tour, in New Jersey. Yes, that is life on tour. I never know what day it is. I'm getting to the age, though, now where I know what day it is based on the letters on my pillbox. That's when you know you're <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I can't believe I admitted that. <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to us, man. It's really a pleasure. Absolutely, man. Celebrating 20 years since your run on Idol with Ruben. Uh, it doesn't seem like 20 years, does it? It doesn't seem like 20 years um, mentally, physically, occasionally when my knee pops more often than it used to. Then, yes, it feels like 20 years. But, it, you know, <laughs> such a such a pivotal moment in both Ruben's and my life um, that that it feels like it was yesterday. We can both kind of put ourselves back there pretty easily. Now you've got a son, right? I do. Yeah. My, he's 14 and uh, he constantly, he he's it's makes it easier um, to remember how old you are when you have a teenager who constantly reminds you. Does he go with you on tour? He doesn't. He's actually never, he's, well, I say never. Um, I, my last tour was in 2012. He was just about four at the time. So that's the only time he's ever seen me uh, on tour at all. So we have a show in uh, Raleigh in just a few days. So it'll be the first time he's ever seen me on tour, actually. And does he understand that you're famous? Does he understand, like, you know, everyone knows who you are? Does he, or, or does he care? Teenagers don't care about much, but, you know. All of the above. All of the above. He understands it um, only because his friends understand it. Um, he doesn't care that much, um, but he's also embarrassed by it. I think he's he cares enough when his friends talk about it that he won't. But I barely getting him to come to the show. And the fact that um, and when I when he said he would come, I asked if he wanted to bring any of his friends. And he said, no, that's embarrassing. So you know, it's, he's a he's a typical teenager. Like I put all my work, all my life into this. You can at least appreciate the fact that daddy is a little cooler than most other daddies. Give me a break. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know that anything in the world would convince him or me of that. But um. <laughs> You mentioned the show in Raleigh. Um, you know, we're both from Raleigh, North Carolina. You and Are you from Raleigh? I, I'm from Cary, North Carolina. Oh, well, that's where the show is. We're going to be at Coca Booth on, uh, on Saturday. We have that in common. Uh, Very nice. We were so both you're good people. at the YMCA. We were both. <laughs> we both were, you at were you at the Cary Y? I sure was. I was at Finley. And we both love Mr. Rogers. Oh, who could not? Uh, you know, actually, that's one of the worst idle memories that I have. He died while we were, he died right during the period when we were doing our top 32. And I remember that and it crushed me. And I was having to go do my um, idle performances. And I, all I wanted to do was sit by the news and watch through Mr. Rogers coverage. He, gosh, there's never been anyone like him, probably won't again. And God, couldn't we use him now? You have said before that if you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, uh, three people, it would be Jesus, Mr. Rogers, 
and Jimmy Carter. That'd be pretty good. Although I feel like with all three of them together, I would feel like the worst person on the planet. <laughs> um, just with all three of them together, just the most gracious, generous, and selfless people ever. Um, yeah, I probably need to rethink that. I need to put someone a little bit nastier in the group so I can feel better about myself. But like Cardi B in the group, just to kind of mix things up. Just to just to kind of level things out. Get me somewhere in the middle, at least. I would pay good money to be at the same table with Jesus and Cardi B. <laughs> he would forgive. He would love and forgive. She'd probably just keep handing him glasses of water and say, hey, do that trick you do. <laughs> What would you ask Mr. Rogers? Oh, I, I guess probably how he stays so calm and even tempered all the time. Because yeah. um, I, I need to, I still need to work on that. I'm a little high strung sometimes, especially out on the road, wanting to make sure everything's correct in the show, wanting to make sure everybody's, everybody's getting what they need and all the, you know, all the lights are going at the right time and the sound's the right way. So I, I need a little bit more Zen. And he was the master of that. Who was like your favorite character on Mr. Rogers? Hmm. Oh God, I wish I knew the name. I wish I could remember the names of them probably the little kitten that um came out daniel tiger daniel tiger oh my god you really do love him <laughs> daniel tiger <laughs> yes. mine was lady elaine fairchild remember the lady with the museum oh, yes <laughs> that's some sharp cheekbones that woman had sharp and red they're always red yes <laughs> <laughs> this is insane you're the fourth biggest selling american isle alum uh behind daughtry kelly clarkson and Carrie Underwood. That, that's got to be a huge honor. You got to feel good about that. I mean, that is an amazing company to be in, Clay. Yeah, I'm a little pissed, to be honest with you, that Daughtry passed me a few years ago. <laughs> that makes me angry because I was the highest selling male, but then he had to go and screw it up. I guess I could say I'm the highest selling solo male artist from Idol because he arguably is in a band. We got to oh. figure out how to, how, to beef that, uh, how to beef that resume up a little bit more. Nicely um, done. I mean, listen, it's and the interesting thing is, if you notice the idol folks who they're all we're all from seasons one through five, you know, back when the show was really kind of so big that it was churning out folks who had who had careers that were sustainable, long term careers. And um, and I think that was just a product of the fact that it was so new. And I mean, it was huge back then. Season two, our season, we still have the highest rated episode ever on Idol. And I think season five has, excuse me, season five has some of the others um, that were the highest rated. And so just generally, America gathered around the TV back then and they watched together. And absolutely, um, you you don't get that anymore. Entire families could watch together. It was like the 50s all over again. People gathered around the TV set to watch the program. And they could, I mean, they still could watch it together, but we're so fragmented now. You can get, if you can get whatever, if you want to watch elephants making friends with, with rhinoceros, you can find it on YouTube somewhere. You know, there's so much of exactly what we want, exactly when we want it all the time that we're spoiled for choice and folks don't all gather around the same thing anymore, which I think is a little sad. You've had four albums. The last one, was, what was it, like 2011, 2012, when that was out? 2010, I put out an album. And then in 2012, I did a Celebrity Apprentice. So we put the same album out a second time with a different name. Ah, um, smart move. <laughs> it's a way to cheat and not have to do any work and put out a new album. So <laughs> it's been twenty. It's been since 2010 that I, I, I recorded an album, yeah. Now, why is that? I mean, I know you've had a lot to do with politics and you've, you've, been, you've gotten into other things, but have you still been inspired to sing or write or, or or be involved in music since then um i think having a i mean this being a performer all the time was never what i wanted to do for a living or at least not what i expected to do for a living and i'm certainly not saying i don't enjoy what i do but it wasn't what i thought i would do and so um after i had a kid and wanted to try to be 
off the road a little bit more to be with him or to kind of be involved in, in his life in those early years. Um, I just realized that there's a way to, I was hoping there's a way to use the platform that I had from idol to do stuff that would benefit the community um, and benefit you know, improve people's lives. Uh, so I took quite a bit of time off to do that. Um, I have discovered that nobody in politics is improving anybody's anything, period. <laughs> so I would probably, so Ruben Berry successfully convinced me that um, that we could do more to improve people's lives if we went out and enjoy, entertained them and made them happy. And, um, and so that's what we decided to do with this. It was a, a fork in the road back in 20 years ago, and uh, my life was headed in one way and idle forked it off in a different way and it's been different ever since i feel like we should play green day time of your life right about now (laughs) (laughs) underscore it right through this whole interview you like to do covers yourself are you going to do any of the show listen the whole show is really about that i mean it's about ruben and i sitting down and deciding to talk we were just talking and reminiscing about the show and and what we experienced when we were on idol and he would tell me a story and i'd say oh i totally forgot that and the same would happen he would have forgotten something i remembered and we'd say, you know, we should tell that story on stage. And then, you know what, since we're telling that story, that's the perfect place for this song to go or this. So all the stories and all the music go along with what we experienced on Idol. We're both doing a lot of stuff we did back on Idol. Um, If it's not a song that we sang on Idol, it's a song that would have been sung on Idol or could have been sung on Idol. Um, Everything really kind of ties back into that 2003 experience. And we sort of, I mean, even the music that people walk into and walk out of and plays during intermission, I don't think anybody's picked up on it yet, but um, all the music that's playing as you're walking in are the hits of 2003. So the whole idea is to tr- sort of transport people back to 2003 and and relive that um, that experience that we got to have and that the whole country got to have by watching the show. Ticketmaster.com for the show. Ruben Studdard and Clay Aiken celebrating 20 years since their run on American Idol. Clay, it's been so much fun today. Thank you for your time and your positive energy. It's been really nice talking to you, man. Thank you. You too. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.